the incomparable. Number 528, August 2020. Welcome back, everybody, to The Incomparable. I'm your host, Jason Snell, and I have been your host for most of the last 10 years. This episode is being released uh, to, 10 years to the day of the first episode of The Incomparable. Somehow, we're still here, and I'm joined in this very special episode. Special doesn't is not an endorsement of quality. I'm just saying it's special, <laughs> not that it's good, by some of the most frequent panelists on the Mothership podcast, The Incomparable, over the last 10 years. Again, quantity not implying goodness in any yeah. way, shape, or form. In no way does the length of time we've been here imply that we are a good podcast. In no way do the people here uh, represent quality. This is a great intro. <laughs> I feel so loved and welcome. Welcome to our celebration of time passing and quantity being achieved. <laughs> and now let me introduce who's here and even who's not here in the order in which they are the most prolific, incomparable panelists. Just on the main ship, not on the network. Uh, Just on the incomparable main show. Who cares about those other podcasts? (laughs) All right. There are no other podcasts. The the most common, other than me, I am number one in appearances. Yay, hooray for me. What? Yay, Uh, Jason. uh, Yeah, but you're a host, not a guest. It's it's, it's true. Well, I am going to count your appearances as a guest host as part of the total. Uh Uh-huh. Noted. Uh, Dan Morin is here. He uh, was our most frequent, 228 appearances on The Incomparable. Hi, Dan. Hi, Jason. I'm still here after 10 years. That surprises everybody, including myself. You're fired. That's actually why we called you all here. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Uh, Now, he only uh, appeared sort of late in the game after he wrote a radio drama episode for us, but he's been on 166 times since then. It's David J. Lore. Hello. Hi. I I just want to say... I. I can do it because of volume, volume, volume. It's true. Um, as opposed to our next panelist, who's been here since almost the very beginning, but paces himself with 159 <laughs> appearances, it's John Syracuse. Wow, really? I'm in third? I guess I'm in third out of this group. <laughs> out of this group? This is the group. This is all the people who are on The Incomparable right here. <laughs> I've, I've been working all this 10 years to try to finally forgive you for not having me on until episode three. I'll right. tell you when I get there. Okay. You're the Captain America of this. You're you're mm. like like a founding member, but you didn't show up until three mm. issues in. I was there. Yeah, it's a good I, was, I was in the Twitter thread. <laughs> you were in a frozen in a block of ice. You would have been yeah. there if you were not, you know? Yeah. I want to explain to John about this premise. There is not a another group of people who've been on even more frequently <laughs> in this part of the episode. The, this, this is the this Shadow is it, Podcast. People. This is as good yeah. as it gets. Canon. Oh yeah, you're gonna love this other podcast with Nega Dan in the He's... number four spot. Proving that this is not just a setup where I invite people I went to college with on a podcast. Uh, he's only fourth place. And of all the people I went to college with, why would I pick Steve Lutz? But here he is, 143 times. Hi, Steve. Woo! Thank you, Jason. It's always been a dream of mine to achieve quantity, which is apparently what we've done here. So you did it. Kudos to us. You did it. I pro- I produced a quantity of episodes, and twenty seven point two percent of them you appeared on. You did produce Yay! a quantity of something, that's for sure. Uh, in fifth place, uh, a, a veteran as Dan was of episode one. Um, he forgets all the books that he's read, but he's read a lot of books with 134 appearances. Scott McNulty. <gasps> Hello. 
Is Scott on this? I hadn't heard him talk yet. That's he doesn't have to, We learned early on that Scott just is very quiet, and then he uh, emerges from the bushes to make a quip and then disappears again. That's yeah. After Scott 10 general. years, I was confident that either Scott or I would have annihilated the other, and yet here we are. Yeah. Scott produced two children. He's way ahead of you now. Yeah. So. What have yeah. you done, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I've been annihilated now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we got to it. I think Scott deserves more credit. He created two identical children. You know oh, that's, that's that is? impressive. They are not identical, They are not actually. identical. They are oh. not identical. Wait a yes and, Scott. In my head canon, they're identical. Two very similar children. In sixth place, uh, she's she's the newcomer to the incomparable with only 127 appearances, but uh, the Matrix started it all. It's Erica Ensign. Hi, hi, boy. I'm glad I've started drinking already. <laughs> That's all I have to say. It's part of the premise, but it's also baked into the episode. Um, number seven in the list. Also here, 125 episodes, Monty Ashley. Hello. Hi. <laughs> well, I was going to build on what you said about me, but then you just said some numbers. So, uh... <laughs> 23.8%, Monty. 23.8%. Oh, yeah. Of the episode. Decimal points. Monty, uh, tell us, what are some of your favorite numbers? Uh, 635. That's a good oh, one. It's my nice. lucky number. Uh, in number eight, with 97 appearances, I should have learned after number one, but I didn't. Glenn Fleischman. Mm. <laughs> you realize this has been a long, long attempt to undermine you, and I'm, I'm almost there. I've almost reached my goal. <laughs> it's the longest of all the cons. Unfortunately, Glenn is way better at undermining himself, so that's mm. got to overcome that Correct. first. Mm. Our panelist number nine is contractually barred from appearing on this podcast. <laughs> uh, it's not a legal thing so much as an employer thing. But, there you uh, go. Shout out to Serenity Caldwell Woo-hoo. with 93 appearances. I have a beer in my hand, but no one can see it because I'm in the comfort of my own home. Still in the top 10. Yeah, because it started in August of 2010. I would say this feels like a milestone, Jason, except it, it feels like a podcast, which is pretty much like every other podcast. So, yeah, the incomparable. Now, Serenity, because you work at Apple you can't be on this podcast anymore. Exactly. But you said a lot of these things in episode 100, and so uh, thank you for visiting us from episode 100. You can't see because it's not a video, but I have my finger on my nose. I don't know what that means. Anything else to say before we let you go back in time? I had a very bad experience with Brian Shrimp. It's really awful. All right, I'm just confused now. Good night. Even though she's been barred for a couple of years. (laughs) Uh, one day she got out she while the getting was good. Yeah, I know. What hap- what what's wrong with the rest of you? Retire uh, her number. Lisa Schmeiser couldn't be here. She's in tenth with uh, with eighty six appearances. Lisa, it should be noted, is the first panelist whose name appears in the title of an episode. Good trivia from number eleven with eighty one appearances. Moises Chuyas. <laughs> that's, that's what we call him. Number eleven. Please <laughs> go to eleven. Yes, I go to eleven. That's that's all I have. Now, what about episode two hundred two, the partial Monty? That's you. It's only a partial. Oh, that only name, counts though. for half. Yeah, but Lisa <laughs> yeah. was first. Lisa was yeah, first. Yeah, Lisa was Lisa was episode six. Go ahead, Lisa, destroy my destroy childhood. my childhood. And she's which, been destroying childhoods ever since. In which Lisa Dental read plan. the Micronauts comics and was not really impressed at all because she's an adult and I read be? them when I was oh. five. Oh, is this is that another episode in the series of We All Destroy Jason's Childhood? Yeah, real genius. Now I have a new goal. Yeah. Um, Wait, no, Mike. To be clear, my goal is not to destroy Jason's childhood. (laughs) It's just to get my name in the title of episode. I don't know. Well, Mm -hmm. goals are goals. Twelfth most common panelist, seventy-nine appearances. Tony Sindelar. Hey, that's me. Hello, nerds. Hello. Uh, 
I don't know. I wasn't recruited by Jason. That's got to count for something, but not actively stopped from being on here. So, yay me. Tony's also been on like 300 episodes of Total Party Kill, so you can look for him over there too. But 79 episodes of The Mothership. Aline Sims has been on 54 episodes. Hi. How am I even on this show? (laughs) Boy. You're too good for us, Aline. That's that's clear. It it checks out. I don't know what to tell you. I I don't know. Almost five years I've been doing this with Mm. y'all. Wow. Yep. Ten. Sorry. That means I've been doing it more than five years. Yep. That's it, <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. But it feels out. like a lifetime. <laughs> or two. And uh, 47 appearances for Mr. Not Tony, Chip Sutter. <laughs> Have I told you the good news about Babylon 5? <laughs> how how are things in Canada, Chip? <laughs> 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 a lot of Star Trek fans up in Canada. There are a lot of Star Trek fans <laughs> up there. Yes. That's everybody, right? Did I miss anybody? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, folks, we're out of time. Well, that's that's it. It. See you later. Better, better yeah. start from the top again, just to be sure. Yeah. Right. So uh, what I asked my panelists to do is essentially, uh, if, if you remember, we did a couple of beer episodes of The Incomparable in which- uh, I we, don't remember. We sent, I don't remember anything I, I remember that them. we did them. I don't remember anything about them. We sent beer to a bunch of people, and then they drank the beer. This is the super lazy, cheap version of that, where I tell people to bring a drink- and I otherwise uh, don't care. Just bring a drink of any kind that you like. It could be, uh, you know, a, a soda. It could be a, a, an alcoholic beverage. Whatever. It could be water. I don't. I don't care. It's fine. And we're going B-Y-O-T, to BYOT. Bring your own toast. Yes. And we're gonna and we're gonna toast the incomparable on its tenth anniversary. Um, I will. I will get us started. So I have a. Uh, I have a Belgian style uh, triple from the New Belgium uh, Beer Company. 10 years ago, there was a Twitter thread about books that we had read. And I honestly, although I remember that thread very clearly, and I remember saying maybe we should do a podcast, I have literally (laughs) no idea about whether I was already thinking I should do a podcast, we should do a podcast, or whether it just kind of happened because of that Twitter thread. You would think that I would have thought ahead a little bit or had something that I was, and not just sprung right into it. But I fear that I did just spring right into it. And uh, we set up two recordings in middle of August of 2010 for two sample episodes. One was in person with Lisa Schmeiser and Jason Brightman to talk about comic books. And one was, of course, with Glenn and Scott and Dan to talk about science fiction novels. And uh, it we didn't have a title, but we came up with one. And um, what can I say? You do the same thing over and over again for more than 500 straight weeks and you get to a 10th anniversary. I can't explain it either, but again, here's to volume. To volume! Here's to volume! volume. volume. <laughs> to achieving quantity. Louder. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, it was also not a plan to start a podcast network, but that, that's that been fun. Um, I, I want to throw a little bit of a shout out to Scott McNulty, who came up with the idea for the first incomparable spinoff, Random Trek, about two or three years before it actually happened, but it <laughs> it planted the seed to make the network start to happen. And then our insistence on playing lots of, of uh, Dungeons and Dragons led to the r- real first official spinoff, I guess, which was Total Party Kill because I decided I didn't want to inflict D&D. Yeah, we had to get that junk out of the main on feed. On the main <laughs> feed, uh, yep. which we also did. Honestly, the rest of the network began, other than Scott's idea to watch a random Star Trek episode, which I thought was a hilarious idea, uh, the rest of the network began because there was stuff that there was just, we were making a bunch of garbage. I didn't want in the main feed. So we made other <laughs> podcasts that are now delightful and successful. So 
Um, that's Ringing good. Ringing endorsement for all of the other. This is a heck of an episode. What I'm saying is, well, you know, you? not everybody signed up for a and d podcast when they signed up for The Incomparable, <laughs> so we made it its own. And not everybody signed up for a game show podcast, so we made it its own. I've randomized the list, um, but that's okay. Dan Warren still came up first. Dan, what would you like to say? System is rigged. You know, it was a pleasure to be invited 10 years ago and be part of that. What are you drinking, Dan? I am drinking 50 Stone Whiskey from Maine Craft Distilling, which is a single malt whiskey produced right. in Portland, Maine. Sounds heavy. It's, what's, weight's got nothing to do with it. Um, and it's... It's delicious and smoky, and I've got a nice little whiskey tasting glass that I acquired in Scotland. But it's seven hundred pounds. Fifty stone is seven hundred pounds. It's, it's really uh, it hits you. Hits like like a ton of bricks. That's very um, I guess I should have said sounds ton of, expensive. Ton of bricks, I'm two thousand pounds. Maybe that's, that's there, why you didn't get it. Much, yeah. It's like a little less than half. I was going for a Back to the Future reference. Nobody picked up on that one either. All right, fine. I got it. I'm <laughs> Who can you. play this game? I, I think this game is inconceivable, and we've all lost. So yes, no points to anybody on that one. Drink. <laughs> okay. Uh, ten years in, uh, it's it's kind of incredible to me that we have kept going and spawned this much additional stuff. I mean, we we exhausted all the topics in the first ten episodes. Yep. Let's be clear. Oh Talked God. about all the works of Joss Whedon, all the science fiction novels. Really managed to forgetting to, to, to stop. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there's nothing else going for us, it's that we don't know when to stop. So you know, here's to that. Here's to never knowing <laughs> the right moment to shut up and go home. I'll drink to that. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, I do want to say that it's been a distinct pleasure, and you know, starting out. I was lucky enough to be on that first episode and to get to uh, chat with lots of people who I actually knew in person, but over the years to get to expand that list to so many other people, many of whom I have gone on to meet in person and and to develop some real friendships along the way and some real uh, animosity as well, clearly. Uh, <laughs> Don't leave out the That's enemies. That's the incomparable dot guarantee. That's right. Two enemies! Two enemies! <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, for somebody like me who works at home by himself in a little room typing on a keyboard it's nice to feel like there's always a community of people who are uh out there and also sitting in rooms by themselves typing on keyboards even before we were mandated to do such a thing mm -hmm. yeah. um so yeah i just want to say it's been a fantastic experience and it's really about the friends that we've made along the way i think we can all agree so to friends it's and enemies <laughs> to friends and enemies we made along the way <clears throat> Wait, didn't we already drink once for Dan? I've, I've had like four drinks already. Drinking <laughs> multiple. Yeah, it's toes. all about volume. Steve, are you complaining about not having like having to drink <laughs> to too volume. much? What's what's happening? <laughs> to volume, <laughs> to volume. <laughs> I just think some of you should pace yourselves. Is all I'm saying. It's hard to interrupt and drink at the same time. Yeah, everybody really needs to pace themselves because our next uh, speaker is Glenn Fleischman. Oh God, oh, <laughs> I'm going to step out. I'll be good back night, everybody. Text me oh. when it's. <laughs> are, you, are you sure, Jason? We kid um, because like, we love ever since place the hearts did. I know this place is so so much love. Somehow, somehow, I became the butt of this network. Oh um, <laughs> <laughs> man! Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's time um, for revenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> You're a kid, Glenn's bed. That's, right. That's why I always like this to watch this network leave. But I love you. Yes, <laughs> now. Wow. Burn, burn wow. For it. <laughs> Episode five twenty eight. The cracks start to show. <laughs> <There's something. laughs> oh. I'm not. I'm not the, I'm not the oldest member of the Incomparable crew, but apparently I have the worst memory for things that you'd think that I would know. And uh, I like raccoons, pictures of them. I seem to have developed a set of uh, people uh, giving me catchphrases 
and uh, traits that don't belong to me, and particularly, you know, saying goodnight to my children, which is very They may be Glenn's. They may be Glenn's <laughs> giants. It's true. Um, I, I really appreciate it, Jason. I, from way back from the beginning, appreciated being asked on number one. Uh, I think it's um, it's an amazing thing that has come out of it because we do have a ton of fun. And I think it's an amazing, I don't know, it's a great time to be able to say, I'd like to do a show about, and you just say, sure, let's just, we got a CMS, let's fire it up and and we can do that show. Uh, so the, the main uh, flagship show has been just a great delight to listen to and be part of for a decade. And um, it's exposed me to a lot of kinds of things I didn't know about. It's sometimes I've accidentally RSV feed for things and then had to <laughs> expose myself to them in a matter of speaking. Well, like, stop exposing you know, recently, yourself. <laughs> uh, exposing myself to media. Why does this butt keep exposing itself? There's no video on this Zoom call. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is a great crew. I, I think you folks are all pretty terrific people. And okay. it's uh, it's fun to hang out and uh, have friends in my ears, according to one podcast. Friends in your ears is the real title. I know the name of it. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't think I've never been part of a group where uh, where people uh, uh, felt comfortable enough giving me endless piles of shit. So um, <laughs> I do, I do well, appreciate that. Yes, comfort is what it is. I th- I think people have <laughs> treated me with too much respect prior to this in my life, and uh, it's been delightful being How dragged around. How did that happen? Is my I, question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And I would I actually uh, uh, Steve, in with no joking, I would say it's been wonderful meeting everybody. In particular, I've been delighted to be exposed to your particular brand of humor. You've brought oh, me endless. You've been exposed to anything extra, yet? Oh, not yet. <laughs> this is why there's no video on this call. Uh, uh, but in particular, I've enjoyed uh, your brand of humor, which I otherwise would not have gotten to know, and and just. In particular, Stop. it's been great. It's been great to know everybody. It's been great to be part of this thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. That sounds very yeah, funny. Yeah, that's. Did, did, uh, did Glenn say what and he now was I drinking? I was looking at pictures of raccoons. And uh, I'm uh, drinking <laughs> Gazilla Vino Verde. It's a very little frizzante, cheap white wine. And right. uh, anyway, I'm not going anywhere, guys. I'm not going anywhere. You can't get rid of me, and I'm here forever. Uh, but you are. Right. I killed you all 30 minutes oh, ago. That's right. Peace oh. in. Okay. I guess we'll drink to that. To volume of Glenn. To the To refusing to leave. That really <laughs> much wraps up this. Show, you can't it? throw me out of better places than this. To endless piles of. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna clean this episode up now. Oh, thank God! With Steve Lutz. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I was gonna drink arrogant bastard today because that uh, that's kind of my go-to and I enjoy it a lot. But instead. I decided to drink a beer that's uh, more of a recent discovery because they just started brewing it, um, which comes from uh, Novo Brasil here in Chula Vista, about two miles from my house. And it's a uh, strawberry milkshake. Oh, man. IPA. You're killing me. You're killing me. Dan did not see I that coming. I'm curious about those. Yeah. And I picked Actually. this beer because when you hear the name, it sounds like a really horrible idea. <laughs> Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to put strawberry milk and an IPA together. There's no way that combination is going to work. Who could possibly enjoy such a grotesque concoction? And yet, as distressingly awful as it sounds, I got to admit, this is pretty good. I see an analogy coming. And that's the incomparable in a nutshell, yep. John Syracuse. Oh. Wow. He's a sorcerer. How did he know? <laughs> it shouldn't work, and God knows it sounds like a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But people seem to like it, so who am I to judge? You know, when I, uh, when I told Dan Benjamin I was starting a podcast, he said, I have one piece of advice for you, Jason. Never have more than two guests. 
It was so right. Never settle in Warren Asia. This is obvious, of course, but obviously, what what it comes down to, what makes this show work, is you people, uh, all of you here, and the well, other not, panelists. Not all of us. Okay, <laughs> everybody here, but Tony. Re- recording. <laughs> And the other panelists, who frankly aren't trying hard enough and therefore didn't make the cut to be here today, uh, are such smart, positive, decent, moderately entertaining people that uh, whatever ridiculous nonsense you guys are yapping about is kind of beside the point. Um, I remember reading an early iTunes review that said... Webster's defines... To jokes. Jokes. Yeah, that's all I was going to say, jokes. It yep. said uh, something along the lines of, I enjoy listening to The Incomparable because it's kind of like having actual friends. <laughs> Aww. That's kind of depressing, actually. I'm not sure why you're awing, but... Uh, Do you remember them- we once got a letter from somebody who was in Wyoming or Montana or something and said, "There's no, there are no humans anywhere near me, so I wander <laughs> right. around the barren wasteland and hear your voices and imagine that I have companionship. And I thought, it's oh, that's an endorsement. Sheet. Yeah, I'll take you. I could speak with the bison. But uh, you guys are better. So we love and pity our listeners. Apparently, <laughs> why? Why is yeah. that not like in the banner? The incomparable, <laughs> better than Bison. Yeah. <laughs> um, but listen, uh, having known some of you for three decades now, and having gotten to meet many others of you in person over the years, uh, I can confirm to our listeners: it really is kind of like having actual friends. <laughs> 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 But seriously, I, I, like, I like to tease my, my fellow panelists, um, but it really does come from a place of love. I'm sure I've said this before, um, probably right after being horrible to Glenn in some way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I grew up in a family where love was expressed through insults. Hard to believe. <laughs> I cared enough to bother coming up with something really awful to say to you, uh, is, is where I came from. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, you're all family to me. Thanks, son. A large, extended family composed entirely of weird aunts and uncles, but a family nonetheless. Um, And I'm being completely serious when I say I'd take a bullet for, like, two-thirds of you. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, assuming it was in the ass or some other meaty part away from vital organs and nowhere near my handsome, handsome face, because I know that would depress Glenn. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, all that said... A toast to my incomparable family. Long may it draft and prosper. To I had to get another beer. Yeah, I got to do that now, too. <laughs> That's okay, but you're going to miss Tony Sindelar, who is next. What? Oh, the perfect time. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I am drinking a Spindrift sparkling water, lemon flavored, unsweetened. I, it's bubbly and sour. Bubbly, like bubbly citrus is, is the <laughs> way to do that. So well done. Uh, well, you know, I, I, I felt like I was somewhat of an outsider uh, joining the Incomparable back around episode 14. Uh, I did not attend USC. I did not cover Apple technology <laughs> professionally. Yeah, USC, uh, no one. <laughs> Neither did Jason. No. I don't know what <laughs> really you're talking about. Outsider. Whatever. Offended. They might be USC. California is a U of C system. Whatever. USC, not part of the University of California. Did, did Glenn whatever. tell you that, Tony? <laughs> yeah. Look, I've had a, I've had a lot of <laughs> seltzer. <laughs> I assume that the, the D in San Diego was you're, silent. Be nice to him. He's all tanked up on seltzer. Okay, all right. It's true. It's going to blow. 
Uh, yeah, so somehow I snuck in. Uh, standards were much lower back then. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I blame Dan for a lot of things. Uh, but Dan Warren yeah, snuck me in true. back in the early days when there was a shortage of nerds willing to talk about superhero movies and Dungeons and Dragons and old video games. It was a, a different, a different Imagine. era. I know. Uh, and now uh, we play Dungeons and Dragons all the time. Uh, it has been especially weird to uh, be part of this community in the world where you can't see friends in the real world. And so I actually uh, virtually see or hear from you all like every day and play Dungeons and Dragons with you multiple times a week. And uh, apparently there, there are other people I used to see in real life, but they are far, far away now because of the pandemic. So yeah, this group is great. Uh, it has been great to meet all of the assorted people and play various games with them. You hear and that, real world people? Tony is ours now. Yes. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> There's no, you can't have him back. He's never coming outside. Now you're an outsider yeah. from society. <laughs> you're an I, insider. Suck at society. I live like a half a mile from Tony. I don't remember the last time I saw him in person. <laughs> I'm still pretty convinced that Tony just lives in my computer because he is one of the few people on the network I have not met face face. And you know, I had yeah, a plan to meet all of you at the thing, and then that didn't happen. That so happen. now it never will. You'll never yeah. meet me. I'm elusive. Uh, no, I, this is a very rambly oh. toast, toast with a lot of interruptions. Uh, I had a closing statement. Welcome to the incomparable. Uh, yeah. uh, no, yeah, I will say I think shoddy. there's a Get lot of. There's a lot of great stuff in The Incomparable. There's a lot of magic that makes it happen. Uh, a big part of that, as people have mentioned, is friendships, both longstanding and new. And then I will say that the part of the other secret magic of The Incomparable is that all of the various nerds here bring uh, different dumb ideas into the mix, right? We have ideas for, for shows, ideas for game shows, ideas for concepts for the panel. Everyone is bringing their stupid ideas and or their participation in those stupid ideas. And especially, it seems seems like no matter how let's say ill thought out the plan is there's always eight to ten nerds willing to fight for five spots on a game show uh premise that doesn't make sense so that's our two showing up to dumb ideas to dumb ideas also batman and Batman. <laughs> yes. Who? What Always. is Batman if not the dumbest idea? Sorry, Tony. I promised to talk about Batman less after ah. he won. He he won the tournament. Did you know that? One. I don't know what that is. <laughs> a tournament of? I, I don't. I don't. Sorry, I don't follow. Roses. Mm. It's okay. Such a good segue to announce our new summer event. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, up next is Aline. Hi, Aline. What? Hi. Uh, what? What do you have? What? What beverage do you have before you? I have. A San Pellegrino, <clears throat> what is the official, sparkling natural mineral water. Oh. Um, but because it is a fancy night, I poured it into a cup instead of drinking it out of the bottle. Ooh. And Ooh. I did add some peach bitters to it. Oh, nice. nice. So, Ooh. Excellent. So I listened to The Incomparable for years before I was a panelist. Uh, I was an early listener, I think maybe like episode... 13 or something i don't remember oh one before i started that that's a good place to jump in <laughs> <laughs> and then it went uphill the next episode um yes, i could hear the glory days before it all <laughs> fell apart <laughs> that was that episode 13 by the way we covered the entire harry potter series just specifically. <laughs> that's all there was to <laughs> all say of them. Uh, <laughs> in one hour and 12 minutes oh man it was such an innocent time <laughs> Now we never need to go back. I have such very strong memories of the people on this panel, the people who couldn't be here, uh, the people who 
can't show up on the network anymore. Listening to you in my car while I was running errands. I remember listening to Action Castle exactly where I was listening to the first Action Castle. That memory is so burned in, burned in my brain. There was action in the castle. <laughs> and I don't know why I'm here. I don't know, Jason, how I got included in one all of this. One of us. One of us. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know why I'm here. But it truly has been a highlight of my life. It has truly changed my life. And it sounds really overblown to say that, but it's true. And so I'm so grateful to all of you, to everybody who listens, to all of the people that I've met, the the network I have. And really, I'm so grateful that some of you are now my best friends and I get to talk to you and problem solve with you and and do this bizarre thing that we do. So Jason and all of the rest of you, here's to us. Oh, oh. to us. To us. To us. I'll drink to that. To us. I mean, I'm in, I mean, I've been relegated to all of the rest That's of you status, but you, nonetheless, to us. You know, I was like the professor, okay? It's fine. Man. Does, does anybody else just now, like, really miss hugs? Like, I feel like that was oh, a good oh, hug yeah. opportunity. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? He did it. Scott, coming in. We're coming that, in, Scott. Do you like it or not? Uh, was that Joe Rosensteel? Oh, I man. That's McNulty magic right there. Oh. I got Joe. Let me tell you, I got to I got Joe to give me a hug once, and Whoa. it was pretty great. I he is a Whoa. very good hugger. I, I have hugged I Joe one. too, and it, it did not disappoint because it was super awkward. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm, I think maybe I hugged him before I knew he didn't like hugs. Yeah, I've, I've hugged people who I didn't know weren't huggers, and it's a problem. Yeah. It's a problem. Yep. It's, yeah, and then I feel bad afterwards, yeah. so I don't do so that anymore. We'll just live with that crippling feeling for the rest do. of our lives, and I love it. Uh, now the next, our next guest came to us on a super secret Sony mini disc. Um, <laughs> a, a, a guest who I actually researched before inviting her on because I felt like she would yeah. be. You learn from us early panelists. One of our pe- yeah. one of our people, and um, it turned out I was right. I didn't research how to pronounce her name, but I got that right the second time. <laughs> Erica Ensign. Yeah, you're still getting it right after all these years. <laughs> I have continued to get it right ever since. It's amazing. Well done. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, sort of keeping with my brand of, of being an overachiever, like the fact that I joined you guys after you'd been doing this for literally years and I'm still in the top 10, uh, I couldn't have just one thing to toast with. So I have an entire flight of four different whiskeys. You go. Sitting, wow. sitting right here. Quadruple yep. fiston. Uh-huh. And uh, and to really, really stay on brand, uh, I have two shot glasses that are um, of the Hartford Whalers, a defunct hockey team. Thank you, Chip, very much mm, yeah. for those, those What a great and, logo. Yes. And, uh, and two that are filled with uh, either the flag or sayings from Newfoundland, you know, Canada. Um, so yeah, being very on brand. I'm and sorry. Wait a be- minute. Did Tony Sindelar just say an accurate sports fact? accurate sports fact? Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hartford Hartford Whalers. It is I'm a sorry. New England there, sports Eric, fact, but great, still, great, 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 great use of negative space. Yep, yeah, it true. is. It's the greatest uh, greatest logo in all of hockey. Uh, by the way, Erica, you're you're so new that you've only been here for seventy percent of the run. Seven years. Seven years. <laughs> Newbie. Yeah, I did the math, and it will be in one month and four days will be the seventh anniversary. 
of when I started all this. Uh, and since then, I've done many, many things, uh, including lots and lots and lots of Total Party Kill. Oh, so yes. to truly, truly stay on brand, I actually have a D4, a four-sided die here, and I've been rolling it every time somebody makes a toast to determine <laughs> nice. which of these four shot glasses <laughs> oh, I will drink out of. It's random oh, whiskey. Wow. Nice. Just yep. random. Does anybody whiskey? else think that maybe Erica should just be the network and the rest of us don't really deserve to be here? Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes I feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> we can be, we're here to pad things out. But yeah, so I'm going to roll the die. And uh, okay, it's uh, it's going to be the Jameson Irish Whiskey Cask Mates Stout Edition. That's what Ooh. I will be toasting you all with. <laughs> now, arts and literature. All right. All the categories my, are brown tonight, yes. as it turns out. <laughs> you're my, Ew. You're, you're stout, my stout fellow friends or something. I okay. don't know. Mm. Um, stout I, <laughs> I have... I have incredibly vivid memories of that first recording with all of you guys uh sitting in my my friend wendy uh had a guest room that she let to me wendy but she yeah. let me live in her guest room for like five months because i didn't know when i was going to be allowed to move to canada so I was like perched on this weird chair on like this desk that was not meant to hold a laptop, but I made it hold a laptop and like three or four pages of notes because back in those days, I still took copious notes on all of the things that uh, that I did podcasts about because I was such a baby podcaster at the time. Um, also, I was really nervous to be on this podcast that I didn't know anything about with all of these people that I didn't know anything about. Which is and, why you uh, agreed to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I could have gone very differently. <laughs> Had I owned known. Fortunately, Jason was the only one to do research in that equation. <laughs> but he did good research because it turned out I, in fact, felt like I, I belonged very quickly because you guys all made me feel so welcome. I was just some rando that, that showed up and you were you were nice to me and, and also rude to me, but like in just the right way <laughs> that made me love you all. That's a Steve Lutz promise. Steve Lutz and John what? Syracuse were her panel mates on that That's episode. That's true. So. Oh, no, and you're still here. Wow. Yeah, that is a rough way to... Joining the Incomparable Network really did change my life. And I'm not just talking about the like four or five other podcasts I started on this network. <laughs> just that. I am talking, I'm talking about the friendships that I have with all of you guys. Sometimes I talk to you guys on the internet, like on, on Zoom calls and stuff, without even recording it for what? podcasts. That's yeah. a bad idea. It's crazy talk. I know. You got to get that stuff as gold. I don't know. Bananas. <laughs> I know. I've just outed myself and now Jason's mad at losing mm. all that you great content. You should record all of that. <laughs> Special Erica bootleg feed. Uh, Yeah, new members only feature the personal calls of all the panelists. (laughs) (laughs) Individual member, you get to hear their entire life in real time. Google, hundred dollars a month. We call it group therapy. (laughs) Wow, this one guy talks to a Chinese robot voice a lot. Uh, I, I could not be happier, though, to have found this this group of, of my kind of weirdos. It's uh, it's fantastic. So thank you so much, Jason, for, for finding me and bringing me into the fold. So I would like to make a toast to the matrix of my incomparable friends. To weirdos. To weirdos. <laughs> Scott McNulty is next. Uh, oh, well, that, that's me. I will... <laughs> <laughs> 
that was about good, good. good. Uh, well, he's still got it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Just as sharp. If you listen to episode one, you'll realize uh, I am drinking uh, a diet cherry Dr. Pepper uh, because <gasps> oh. what else would I be drinking? Yeah. Pim's cup. Uh, that sounds uh, so I good. Would, <laughs> Pim's cup would be if I wanted to drink an alcoholic beverage, I would be drinking one of those. But it's a whole production, so it, this is, was not worth doing it for. <laughs> 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 to not be you. worth it. <laughs> to not be everybody. <laughs> to worthlessness. If you're around Scott and he's got a Pim's cup, you know it's something special. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But no, I, I, I kid because I love. Ah. Uh, I, I um, have. So I am not the most. Um, personable person in the no. world. <laughs> I know this is shocking to uh, everyone. I, uh, here's a, a related anecdote that will make sense. I was talking to someone I work with and they said, oh, I have to help my family member because, you know, I don't have kids and I'm single. Uh, and um, I'm sure when you were single and you didn't have kids, people asked you to help them all the time. And I said, uh, no, because I'm not empathetic. So... <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Uh, and... Um. and but uh, so it, it is difficult for me sometimes to to make friendships uh, because I, uh, I I just kind of ignore most of the humanity's interactions, uh, and so the, the incomparable has uh, introduced me to to people who I knew already, but then turned those relationships into friendships and then added a whole bunch of additional uh, friendships. So I am very grateful for that. Um, because it is uh, really changed my life as well, so I will I will be uh, continue that kind of um, that sentiment because it's true. Uh, and also, I think I want to I want to toast Jason because he, Uh-oh. unlike me, I am a person who says, "Hey, why don't I do this stupid podcast about uh, watching a random episode of Star Trek?" Uh, and I'll tell Jason, and he'll say, "Oh, that's a good idea. You should do it." And then, and then two years later, I do it, uh, and I do it with Jason. Um, and then it takes me like a year to edit it uh, because <laughs> I am uh, uh, it. I'm not a, an overachiever like Erica, uh, and so. Uh, but Jason is is the kind of person who has an idea and follows through with it. So, uh, without Jason, there wouldn't be the incomparable. So I say we we toast to Jason. To volume. Oh, all right. To, to volume. Jason. To Jason the weirdo. Quantity. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Scott. That's very nice. I do. I do remember the the random trek idea. Like it was floating out there as this great idea for a very long time, but it happened. We made it happen. In the end. Yes, that's true. And then children arrived and it hasn't happened much, but it, it'll come back. It's okay. You can put them on the podcast. They do love that Star Trek book. <laughs> they do love that Star Trek <laughs> book. So it's they're a great Next book club them. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Bring them on. David J. Lore, you're next. Oh, dear. Well, everyone's stealing my answers. My God. <laughs> Um, yeah. Blamerandom.org. It's not a draft. The toast draft. Not a draft. Sourdough, whole wheat. No, I mean, the, the incomparable changed my life. Not, not even a question. We're sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, well, no, no, it's good. Because, you know, as a writer, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could write wherever, wherever I go. I don't need to be some place to write. So I'm in, in southern Indiana and suddenly going, I'm in southern Indiana. And, you know, and then... All of a sudden, there's this podcast from these people that I have read for years and years on TV.org. And I go, all right, I'll check that out. And I think it was episode two. And then I went, oh, I'm going to download episode one. And uh, then, you know, I'm being friendly on Twitter and just engaging and going, hey, uh, you want to write a radio show? 
okay, I, 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 I could, yeah, sure. And, you know, and then, and then just sort of osmosing into the, into the main show and uh, discovering that I could actually interact instead of just listening. Those first episodes are really weird where I'm just very quiet. No, that, that is, uh, it's incredibly common that um, people who have listened to the podcast and are on it the first time don't say anything because they just are listening to a podcast. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you can talk on this one. You're actually on it. Yeah. I mean, go listen to A Wrinkle in Time. I'm very quiet. Um, and I, I think half the time you're prompting me like, David, what did you think? Uh, but, you know, I, I found a voice and I found all these wonderful people who are, again, weird in just the right way. And I was my kind of way. Uh, our, our occasional guest panelist, Travis Bedard, designed a special drink. 1.5 ounces of a wheated bourbon like Maker's Mark. Doesn't have to be Maker's, but yeah. Uh, one ounce of blue curacao. Half an ounce of light creme de cacao shake it over ice and strain it it's got this sort of old-fashioned flavor but it looks like a cloudy blue creamsicle it's really good and it's called the incomparable zeppelin because it's blue and cloudy it's up in the air it's ah it's a little it's got a retro flavor and this becomes the second episode of the incomparable to feature recipes which is exciting (laughs) (laughs) Only a second. <laughs> I think it's all. I think. I think the because uh, that was a that was a moment of the ter- the Thanksgiving dinner draft, right? That was a recipe draft. So this is, but their drink uh, recipe, the incomparable Zeppelin, the incomparable Zeppelin. Check it out. And uh, so I, I raised that up to. I mean, to some toast. of our drafts have been a recipe for disaster. <laughs> oh, oh. Hey-o. Hey-o. So so I want to toast to everyone here uh, who helps keep me sane out in the middle of Southern Indiana, and. Particularly, particularly to Jason for putting it all together, and I'll I'll use the line that I've used the only other times I've given toasts at things, because it's it's kind of fitting here. To the world, you might be one person, but to one person, you might be the world. So, two cheesy toasts <laughs> to crime, <laughs> two cheesy toasts, cheese on toast, cheese on toast, delicious. Excellent taste. See, now there's another recipe. Cheese on toast. Mm. You can get like a Gruyere or a... Anyway. Is that really a recipe? It's really I'm thinking about you cheese think. toast from Sizzler. <laughs> That's the extent of your planning? One kind of cheese? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's exactly. a spoiler. I think we need some chip Wait, patties. does the toast go on the cheese? No, clearly. <laughs> I'd like a cheese on toast. What's chip in it? Sutterth <laughs> is next. Hi. Hi, Chip. Hello, Hi, Chip. What, hey, not Tony? So, it's not Tony. I, it's not. No, we I already had Tony. Tony doesn't Third need to go base. again. I'm not Tony. Chip, the one person I knew before I started here. Yeah. Yeah. I could have knocked me over with a fe- feather when this guy had been reading in Macworld for ages replies to me on Twitter saying something nice about my Doctor Who podcast. And that was somehow how I gravitated towards the incomparable. The I email think. started, Dear Tony Sindelar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I couldn't decide whether I wanted bourbon or whiskey tonight, and then in the spirit of quantity over quality, quantity, quantity, I decided to get I decided to get Bushmills Red Bush. So it's Whoa. whiskey that's been um, they make a salve for that now, Chip. That's <laughs> <laughs> whiskey that's been aged in bourbon barrels. So there we go. All right, that make um, them whiskey confusing. barrels. Very confusing. And then they're both. They age the barrels in other barrels? They do. 
It's barrels, barrels all the, all way, the way down. Yep. Yeah. Oh my god! Nice work. Tipping jokes. Jokes. Jokes in sarcastic quotes. Yay! <laughs> Best oh, review man. ever. I, uh, I I've really enjoyed being uh, getting becoming part of this extended family. Um, I came in to talk about Doctor Who, and it wasn't too long before I got sucked into the vortex of the summer superhero spectacular. <laughs> what now? Oh, the what now? I don't... Ah, uh, the glory days. You're mad. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. I think we uh, chipped... Uh, I don't know if you know, we. I think we erased that from this timeline. Mm. Mm. It's too it's too good for us, they say. I, I think that's actually where uh, Philip Michaels uh, not Tony'd me for the first time. <laughs> yep. Oh, yes, that's the yeah. origin of it. Spe- yeah. Speaking of bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, Phil Bourbon Michaels, as we call him. Uh. But the things the things that I love the most about this uh, madcap little family um, are just uh, having I've had the opportunity to see uh, several of you, not as many as I would like, um, uh, particularly at Doctor Who conventions. Um, but. Just being able to play with you all, uh, whether it's uh, playing uh, Jackbox games with the uh, listeners whom we love. We do. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's what I hear. We love our listeners so much. Oh, we love them. We love them. Easy, Steve. Whenever a low definition sort of rises above the horizon um, and, and and people, you know, it, 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 it just uh, makes my heart sing. Um, those are some of my favorite uh, favorite moments uh, with all of y'all when uh, Steve is torturing us with um, goo complete me's. It's uh, this it, it's it's the this is a fantastic uh, group of podcasts and it's a fantastic group of people and I'm grateful to feel like a, a bit of an attaché to all of y'all. But it's uh. It, uh, it, there's no place else I'd rather hang out. Oh, thank you, Chip. To hanging out. Oh. To, hang to attaches. <laughs> <laughs> to low definition looming on the horizon. Mm-hmm. By, by the way, that's a, of a planet that spins very slowly and only um, the sun only comes up three times a year. <laughs> more low definition, Steve. More. This more. is SETI Alpha 5. This is. <laughs> to count the planets. Okay, count the planets. Um, key, key point. John key Syracuse one, is next. One set the Alpha. Huh, what am I drinking? Well, uh, I'm drinking the same thing that I've been drinking for 10 years on this podcast. Water. Sprite. Tap water. Tap water. <laughs> Kept at a different level than my computer, so if I spill it by accident, I don't destroy my computer. How did I know you'd be the guy who insists on drinking the tap water? Mm. Yeah. So based yeah. on my choice of drink, uh, I, you can imagine I have no idea how to give a toast, because why would I? Uh, so, but like the pl- the main places that I've encountered toasts are at weddings and funerals, and I hope this is not the funeral for the incomparable. So I guess we have to pick who's going to get married at the end news. of this episode. It's People always. who are already married are excluded. So who does that leave? This hmm. is this is more like a uh, yeah, it's like a birthday party. Just All right, week uh, I guess they have toast at them too. If you hang sure out with people to drink, um, I guess my, my best way to toast the incomparable to describe it to think about it is like. To come from, well, where I'm coming from is uh, different than where everyone except for maybe Scott. Well, no, I don't want to scratch that. great so far. I'm a is it a different planet? <laughs> See? <sighs> Toast, they're very difficult. My experience before The Incomparable was that I would see a movie or watch a TV show or read a book or something like that. Uh, and I seem to encounter a lot of people who did not want to participate in what I wanted to do, which is... I can't imagine dis- that. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's discuss this thing and, and, you know, 
uh, in minute detail and speculate about it and tear it apart and think about all the ways that it could have been better. And people just don't want to do that. They're like, can't you just enjoy? Can't you just enjoy the movie? Why do you need to poke it? And, you know, we, we just we just came out of the movie theater. Just, just you know, if it's a good movie you like, just be happy and go on with your life. Why do you need to discuss it? So when there was this Twitter thread about potentially having a podcast with a bunch of people that I knew already where you were going to talk about geeky movies, TV shows, and stuff like that. I was like, yes, yes, this is this is it. This is my moment. This is a podcast made for me with people that I already kind of know. I've got an in. You know, unlike Tony, I don't have to have someone vouch for me. I'm like, this is going to happen, right? Uh, and then they did an episode and released it. And then they did another episode and released it. And my thought during this time was, it's happening without me. They're doing the podcast without me. I, w- I felt like raising my hand and saying, you can't do the podcast without me. I need to be on this podcast. then finally episode three did. And I was like, all right, fine. That's <laughs> why I keep happening there. Because I need this outlet. I need people to talk about this stuff with. Uh, to the point now where it's like, a lot of the things that I do, like, say, going to a Star Wars movie, which used to be like, I'm going to a Star Wars movie. Now it's, I'm doing the thing that I do before I go on the podcast where I talk about the Star Wars movie. It has totally flipped everything around mm. for me, which is a very strange experience, but I'm very thankful for this outlet. Because if I didn't have it, I don't know what I would do. Maybe I would start some weird website where I write things about TV shows, books, and movies. But I didn't have to do that. I can be on this podcast. So it is, it is an immense relief. Uh, and, and of it course, it just saves you work. So relief. Yeah. And on the flip side of this, I'm going to come to the defense of the summer superhero spectacular <laughs> yeah. and other extremely yeah. things well like you that. should. Now you know why? It to defend the indefensible. Yes, because well, glorious. E- even though I've been on this podcast since very nearly the beginning, very Jason, nearly. Um, <laughs> I, I'm Asterisk. also a fan Asterisk. of the show. Asterisk. And, and I loved it when new people came onto the podcast who were into things that I was not into because it let me listen to these things like the Summer Superhero Spectacular or Doctor Who episodes with people who actually know stuff about Doctor Who. And that also meant that I didn't have to be on those episodes. And like, it's just being a fan of the show and seeing it expand has really broadened my horizons. All the book episodes where people read 500 books so I don't have to and I find the one that was good and then read that one, that's great value for me. I I do that. (laughs) Yep. There you go. So to the incomparable, great value for your money. (laughs) (laughs) Great value. What a savings. I'm now imagining John... Uh, like he's in that scene from the Muppet movie, which is the, hey, where are you going? Wait for me. I want to go to Hollywood. <laughs> Guys, wait. I want to go to Hollywood. John yeah. Sweetum, Syracuse. Jason, is it possible that some of the best things that this podcast have done have been like the Summer Superhero Spectacular and nope. Bob Hammer, the things that have broken you? It's, it's <laughs> entirely possible, but I will refuse to uh, admit that because I don't want to <laughs> think about it. I will also say that I enjoyed the Summer Superhero Spectacular, although I have only heard half of it. (laughs) (laughs) You're saving the rest. Because I was not on the other half. You were not on the other half, yeah. John, I just want to say my family often thanks me for being on podcasts, so I don't even feel I do here on them. (laughs) God knows what John might get up to without us as some sort of an outlet for his weirder... Proclivity. Uh, there definitely I mean, is. Have you, I think John makes Dexter, a really right? good point. There is the, there is an I need this for my work kind of aspect to what we do now, where it's like, but yeah. I need to go to that movie on opening weekend, <laughs> whether or not the family can go, because I need to do it for the podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, remember opening weekends? I have friends who get upset mm. with me because they recommend books like in... I don't know, March, and I'm like, nope. Oh, no. I'm not going <laughs> to read that. And they're don't like, the short list are out now. <laughs> Six months of the year, I cannot read books of my own choosing. <laughs> 
and they get really upset with me and they're like you you let the podcast control your life and it's yes. like now you're it's so you let the though, podcast like, control your life <laughs> Podcast is life. Now you're, you're, dead. you're in a cult. It's my life. It's a right. podcast. Oh no! Fun. Are we all in a cult now? Is that what's well, happening? <laughs> <laughs> now, you now. should you should probably call your parents and have them come pick you up. So, Jason, have you built the compound yet? <laughs> are, this episode is brought the to all of suits. you by special, uh, incomparable. Uh, life gems onesies for a hundred dollars. You could buy an incomparable life gem, and it oh will, my god, I would totally buy an incomparable life gem. How did I end up, Jason? How uh, did I end up in this pyramid? Day. It will multiply your soul. You know, <laughs> running. Right. How am I doing? Am I doing okay? And, uh, I gotta work right. on my hippie cult. Chant it with me, disciples. Running, eat running a cult is smell. more money, but being at a eat cult is more fun. Yeah. Why was eat I the only person smell. to shave my head for this cult? Oh, I'm the answer. All right, Moises Chuyan is next. My first introduction to the incomparable was being told by Dan Benjamin, hey, the guy from Macworld is doing a podcast and it's going to be great. It's going to be huge. I was like, cool. I I gave him the advice of never having more than two people on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, obviously Dan Benjamin was right. Title. Um, (laughs) uh, He said, said, there's this this podcast. It's going to be great. At the time, I don't think uh, I don't think um, he remembered the title of the podcast, um, and uh, and I said, "Cool, why are you telling me this?" And then he changed the subject, and we moved on. Um, and then uh, the incomparable came on to five by five, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool. These seem like uh, people that I'd want to interact with. How do I?" How do I do this? And I found myself in a similar position to when I worked for a fruit company that keeps people incredibly siloed. And it's like you don't know how to get in touch with other people whose work you would think intersects with the work that you are doing. Um, and uh, and I found myself uh, brought on on a, on a comic book club episode about lock and key. Um, now it's on Netflix. Thanks, Netflix, for our check. We deserved it. Uh, we're we're the ones that boosted it up. For the record, so it was it was popular. It wasn't enough. five years ago; it was seven, and you were actually on before Erica. <laughs> there we be go. Clear. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Oh, Erica, the new it kid. all runs together. I don't know how to count anything. Um, uh, and th- one of the things that I love so much is uh, something that we just experienced: is the utter chaos uh, that in in a in a work work context, right? Uh, would be incredibly frustrating and ruin your day. And instead is what we got out of the bonus track to episode 211, where all kinds of technical stuff went horribly wrong. Uh, It was, I think it was the TV pitch draft. And Andy, Phil, David, and I just descended into madness singing. That's all I remember. Like the, the memory is fuzzy, but just remembering it, that's my um, enti- that's my entire experience as the host is that you, what you just <laughs> described. Yes, <laughs> it, it just I still have that sense memory of the absolute um, uh, apocalyptic but fun joy from that <laughs> that kind of thing happening, where you just figure out how to paste stuff together and watching the collective that has that is built up around the incomparable uh, has been amazing. And I the if there is a single regret that I have. It's that at the top of the homepage, The Incomparable is described as a network of podcasts full of smart, funny people who love talking about TV, movies, books, comics, games, sports, and other aspects of popular culture. And um, I, I don't feel like that encapsulates it quite enough. So, Jason, with the help of our sponsors, I would like to raise a toast 
to to a podcast and a network that defies a mere slug line of adjectives and superlatives and instead would describe the incomparable as a complex, hand-roasted, mind-blowing podcast experience, an all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to whittle away the hours and then create your own incredibly unprofessional website or online portfolio that you'll forget to renew a year later, a new kind of hybrid podcast, high-speed, secure, and generally anonymous, something like an internet that you'll actually like, an automated investment service that makes it easy to invest because it's full of high-performance podcast CMS servers and just the right sync, just the right bounce, and only a mildly infuriating amount of third-party RSS feed failures. It's a safer, simpler, more secure way of identifying who you are as a geek that also helps you study smarter but not harder thanks to weekly quizzes in your inbox. This all goes back to when two friends bought a German shaving factory before time began and then leapt forward in time and then backward in time and then forward in time in something resembling a time loop. Thanks to a 100-night sleep-on-it trial, all thanks to the durability of, again, German, what is it with the Germans, polycarbonate. You can back up all of your various brain droppings at The Incomparable for just $5 a month and free your email from spam viruses with The Incomparable's cloud-based filtering using more than 2,400 non-video courses taught by mm, theoretical experts and by learning from people approximating or at least simulating the best. It's free for up to 10 people for a limited time with this special offer. Just enter the code Snell sent me. And if that doesn't work because someone sent the wrong thing in an email, Snell sent me four or maybe just Snell because for yes. whatever reason, My people have thing. trouble spelling Zeppelin deconstructed incomparable. You beautiful monsters to quantity <laughs> to spinning in a tube. I forgot to spin, spin, a spin a in a tube. <laughs> I forgot to spin in a tube. God, submerged in oil. <laughs> I spit it. I spit in this tube to you. The incomparable. <laughs> And and with that, it take and, all of my and, DNA. And, and again, that's opposite. For eighty dollars, you can get a uh, incomparable uh, soul gem to double your soul. Only eighty dollars. Can we change our tagline to just spit in a tube? I think that works better. <laughs> it's been our spitting in a tube for years is back. now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's hot again. Yeah, it is. All the kids spitting tubes. Hot and, hot and cold, running think, spit. Think about how many um, serial Yuck. killers were caught because people signed up for that service because of our ad. It's amazing. Uh, Monty Ashley, you are our last uh, toaster oh, of the evening. God. What have you done? Oh, that's right. Well, uh, I am drinking a Coca-Cola, All which right. is a Classic. dark caramel-colored cola-flavored drink with carbonation. It was created by a pharmacist slash soda. <laughs> it once contained cocaine. In a, in a glass I'm jar? I'm getting to that. Oh, Webster's <laughs> Dictionary says. <laughs> All right, I'm of, a bunch of course, of the callback making fun of me yeah. makes me realize that I, I, I didn't mention what I was drinking, but oh. that doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> the Dictionary <laughs> defines podcast as. Uh, 1985, new Coke. Oh, God. Okay. Um, here's the thing. The Incomparable is a place where I feel like I belong which there is increasingly less of in both the world and the internet. Oh, no. Um, and it's really nice to have people I can talk to about geeky stuff, like John said. And honestly, without the incomparable, I would probably have gone crazy in the last few months. Uh, I got bad news for you, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. Well, then, back with you guys. talk to my other friends. I don't really have much more to say than that, but I really appreciate that The Incomparable exists and that I have people to talk to. And it's nice that those discussions can sometimes be recorded and shared with other people who also enjoy them. So 
He, here's to belonging. Belonging. Oh, to belonging. belonging. Oh. To quantity. <laughs> what do you mean? Some or of those I have like five more minutes on the history of Coke. <laughs> All conversations must be recorded and turned into podcasts. I mean, I would like to hear five more minutes on the history of Coke. <laughs> that sounds uh, great. Well, it says here that some Costco locations, such yeah. as the ones in Tucson, Arizona, <laughs> additionally <laughs> sell imported Coca-Cola from Mexico. Yes. Yep. That's oh, right. Yeah, Wikipedia tells you Mex- one yeah. specific Costco yeah. location. Mexican Coke, Mexican only Coke. available at <laughs> the Costco in Tucson. That's it. Tell me about the co- tell me about the cocaine. I want to know about that. You know, it's weird. They also sell that in Mexico. In, mm. in Mexico, what? it's branded. Legally, it's not a podcast if somebody that. doesn't read Wikipedia. On Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wikipedia defines. Oh, I don't even know what's happening. Well, that was lovely, and it was very nice for all of you to say nice things. <laughs> um, and uh, again, I remind everyone: you can just to nice things, nice things. Nice things. Nice things. Oh, why can't we, we have them? We can't have. Are we, nice uh, Jason? Things. Are we back to the second round? Then we go. Back yeah, to the going back to the top. <laughs> the snake toast. Next toast. Nope, that's not. Do we draft nope. our favorite toast? Lightning round. <laughs> Bring out your dead. I, I, I choose Monty's toast. We love our uh, <laughs> listeners. We wouldn't be here. Well, we might be here without you. But again, we would not record <laughs> it, and I would make no effort to edit it. So thank Very you all. Lovely. Apparently, Eric is here a lot without you. Uh, apparently. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. Guys, um, it's just called having friends. To our listeners whom we love. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to our listeners, absolutely. Thank you listeners. to the listeners, yes. listeners for sticking with us. Um, I saw something go by. I can't recall whether it was on Twitter or in the member Slack, but I saw somebody go by and say that they're they're making their, I believe, third walk through the entire run of The Incomparable. What? Oh, gosh. It's oh, oh, a sanity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Condolences to that person's yeah. family. One of the amazing things about doing podcasts is that you have listeners who... Um, who listen multiple times and remember things that you don't. And and I think one of the amazing effects of being a podcast host is that your listeners remember far more about what you've said and done than you do. Oh, yeah. And will yeah. sometimes remind yeah. you of that. And it's it's kind of delightful and also kind of terrifying, but uh, mostly delightful. So uh, <laughs> I apologize for all the dumb things that I said in 2011, I guess. I don't. Uh, but I, okay. But Erica doesn't. Nope. And uh, it's it's fine, but anyway, we I appreciate that that people. I mean, like as Steve put it, he's listened to the part of the superhero spectacular that he was on. Mm-hmm. Um, I I generally listen just to the, the podcast time, when I when I do it, and, and mostly when I just edit the words it, he was saying, and that's it. <laughs> so <laughs> I re-listened to my track. That was yeah. it. <laughs> it's just an ISO track. <laughs> it was really weird. Hey Moises. Hey, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking oh, yeah. an Ooh, Austin yeah. East Ciders pineapple cider. Ooh. Steve, mm-hmm. how do you like them apples? Pineapple right. cider mm-hmm. is actually pretty good. That sounds good. I like I pineapple on it. things. It's also good on pizza. Anyway, Ooh, it sounds yeah. like a hangover in the making to me, but I'm sure it's good. So uh, with that, we're going to say uh, thanks to everybody for listening, especially if you've been listening for, for 10 years. Thank you to my panelists, not only the large group gathered here now, but all according to this spreadsheet that I'm looking at, 94 people who have been listed as incomparable what? panelists. To quantity. To quantity. To quantity. quantity. I appreciate it. You are also probably part of the quality. I provide the quantity. You provide the quality. Hey, how about that? That's pretty good. Nobody told me we were supposed to provide yeah. quality. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, panelists. Thank you, listeners. Uh, this is a thing that, that we do for fun, and it obviously has lots of other benefits in the current times that we're in. Um, it's also nice to have a connection with people that, that means all the, a connection between all the people who are on the podcast and also a connection to the people out there who are listening. I never feel like we are 
um, speaking into an empty void and nobody is listening. I can tell that there are people out there who really enjoy uh, oh, listener empty void. It, listener empty void. I, I, you know, <laughs> I appreciate listener empty void as well. All I just call it MTV, now. but it used to be better. Jason, is this where we start with the apologies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, I can leave. Oh, Eric is second round. And, and so, with that, I, I give my last toast, which is uh, here's to the next 500 odd episodes, thousand <laughs> <laughs> odd spinoff episodes. Yeah, that's something that'll drive you to drink. Anyway, thank you, thank you, panelists, thank you, listeners. Uh, thank you to everybody who's been a part of the Incomparable family over the last 10 years. Wait a minute. Did you say 10 years? Uh, 10 years. What the hell? 10 years, man. <laughs> you know, 10 years. You know, 10 years ago, the Giants hadn't won the World Series yet. Then they did. Well, they must be Giants. They must. Hey, there's the sports. <laughs> the there's, the, there's the sports. There oh, Glenn, you're my favorite, but. And with that, we say <laughs> tune in next week for the beginning of year 11, I guess. <laughs> But until then, (laughs) goodbye and thank you.